Nikki was good enough to chase down this guy for an interview. It's a very interesting story that we were planning on doing uh, for It's Okay, It's Not Okay, regardless of whether we could get this guy on the phone or not. I'll give you the details of the story. I will withhold my opinion until I hear this gentleman talk. Because, you see, we read about this story in the Tampa Bay Times today. Um, it, the Largo, the city of Largo threw a, uh, a, a, a Christmas celebration. And apparently, the guy that they had to play Santa Claus canceled last minute, right? So they got to fill in Santa. Well, there's a family who uh, brought their seven-year-old daughter to the event, and they felt that the Santa who was portraying Santa Claus was not good enough. I'll let John take it from here and fill in any uh, pertinent details that I may have left out. John, thank you for joining us. And uh, did I did I cover it okay so far? Is there anything that I missed? Yeah. Um, basically, what it was is it was just breakfast with Santa. And I got a phone call from my wife telling me that my daughter was upset when she seen the uh, gentleman dressed as Santa. And... When she sent me the picture of what he looked like, and finding that there was a skinny guy who was young and had obviously dark facial hair that was visible, uh, my daughter immediately piped up, said, that's not the real Santa, and she didn't want to go anywhere near him at first. And my wife had to take the time to try to explain to her that Santa's very busy this time of year and that he has helpers that are out here to help gather his wish list for Christmas. Okay, I get that. And it sounded to me as I'm a parent, you know, my son's 13, he's never really believed in uh, in Santa all that much. But, uh, you know, uh, at that point in time, was that not, that wasn't sufficient for you? You explained to your daughter that, uh, you know, this wasn't the real Santa, not that there is a real Santa, but this wasn't the real Santa and that he had to help out because Santa got in a bind? Um, she seemed to uh, be real hesitant about approaching him. Um, cause she's only seven, so she still has that belief. Mm. And when I contacted the city council members, they all apologized as formally as they could. And they were really, um, try to look for the right word. Uh, but they were really apologetic about it. Thank you, Seth. Well, there was another word I was looking for, but that's contrite. Live with. Um, they were apologetic and Sheepish. they said they understand the concern. And then I got a letter from the uh, director at the Largo Rec Center who stated that the Santa they had was uh, ill and couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. So they looked for um, a replacement. And it says here, his hair color and girth were not important criteria as the costume provided a white wig and beard and mustache as well as semester padding. And then... The director went on to tell me about how when she was overseas that Santa doesn't look like he does in the United States, that he was a black man with a red cape and was very skinny. Okay. So, John, was your daughter was your daughter traumatized by by the younger Santa that she met at the uh, breakfast? Um Honestly, I don't know how traumatized. I mean, she obviously was upset. Um, she still believes in Santa, and we did, you know, try to guide her down the right path to show her that 
you know, that Santa couldn't be there at the time. But she went into that breakfast thinking that she was going to actually meet the real Santa? Yes. Okay. So then they had to spin it when it obviously didn't look like Santa. Am I missing yeah, something there? Like what, SBK? She's saying that Santa Claus was a, was a skinny black dude? No, no, no. He's a he's skinny brown-haired guy. Oh, oh skinny, okay. Skinny brown-haired guy. Right. And, and so when... Uh, <laughs> it's just, so you, I, I'm just... I'm, I'm a bit... I don't know if it's uh, taken aback or flabbergasted that you wouldn't just be happy going, you know, this was one of Santa's helpers. Uh, Santa couldn't make it that day. He, you basically wrote a letter or contacted the city commission because... You didn't like the fact that Santa was skinny? No, I wrote the contact because the idea was is it was breakfast with Santa, that it was a paid event. We had to pay to be there, and we get there, and then they have this young guy playing the role that, and if you see the picture online, it just, Looks- he obviously doesn't look anything like any other textbook picture. Did this young Santa, did he at least have a good personality? Was he jolly? Um, from what she said, yes. Okay. All right. So you would have rather had a a Santa who looks like the real Santa be rude to your child than a than a skinny jovial Santa. Well, I'd prefer no one be rude to my child, but. Uh, and like with the rest of your life, is is this the biggest concern that you have in your life right now that you would take this up as a cause? Because I mean, a lot of parents would have had something like this happen, and then explain to their kid that Santa's busy or, God forbid, tell your kid the truth that there is no Santa Claus uh, and then move on with their lives. But to take it to the level where you got to basically snitch on Santa for being skinny, a lot of people might not understand something like that, John. Okay. I mean, can you explain the rationale? Are you, are you laying the foundation for a lawsuit? Are you trying to recoup your... Your $8 that you spent on breakfast with Santa? Are you trying to get skinny Santa banned from ever being a Santa again? What's uh, what's your agenda here? No, I have no agenda for a lawsuit. I just wanted to bring it to the city's attention that if somebody's going to pay for an event, that they should at least try to do their best to make it. Well, they did, though, John. In my opinion, they, uh, they had a Santa cancel at the last minute, and then they, instead of having no Santa... They got a guy who had a good personality become Santa Claus, thinking that the last thing that's probably going to happen is some parent is going to get so upset that they're going to call and pitch a bitch about it to the city commissioner. Yellow. I'm here. Okay. All right, I'm going to ask you to hang on one second while hopefully your, uh, your cell can clear up yeah. a little bit. This is not a fake phone call, by the way. People are people are texting I'm about, or tweeting and saying, is this real? No, I'm about to tweet the, uh, this is what happens when you do show prep three hours before the show starts. You find stories like this. I told you today, I said, this is an amazing story. It was buried on the Tampa Bay Times website. I said, this is, uh, this is all the necessary components for a very compelling topic on the show. Is it ever? And the headline, Family to Largo Commissioners, Santa at City Event wasn't Santa-y enough. Okay, so I know you don't believe in Santa. Your son doesn't. But let's say your kid does believe in Santa, and you say, hey, we're going to go have breakfast with, Sa- breakfast with Santa, mm. and it doesn't look like Santa. Right. Do you just do you drop it at that point? Is him contacting Largo to say, hey, my kid was disappointed. Is that wrong? Because he's almost a customer at that point. Um, you know, if you're dealing with a fictional character, 
I don't know, man. I, I would never think in a million years to contact the uh, the city commission. Yeah, that might be taken a little too far. A but a but you, did have to, you did have to pay. He had to pay. $8 to see Santa. I probably would have just told my kid something. Yeah. It's a little bit better. Okay. We'll try it again. You there, John? It's not a little bit better. Okay, it's all right. We, you know, Tom will get eight bucks and he can go better get a better self. Oh. Um, I just this is the danger that you run into when you tell your kids that there is a Santa Claus, and if you want to lie to your kid and tell them that there's a Santa, that's fine. If you bring your kid to a Largo breakfast, and your kid thinks that your kid is. By the way, there's a photo in the paper of this guy's daughter with Santa. She's smiling, and the Santa looks happy. The city of Largo was faced with a choice when their Santa, and I don't know anybody on the Largo City Commission or anything, but they were faced with a choice when their original Santa canceled. They could have said, no Santa for the kids, or we'll get this friendly skinny kid to play Santa. I mean, not everybody has an understudy Santa on deck. Right. So instead of having no Santa, they got fill-in Santa. And still this guy complains and wants his $8 back. Should we start a GoFundMe? 50 cent donations, we get 16 of them, we get this guy his $8. You're angry at this guy. I'm not angry. I just find it so ridiculous that you would that you would even make an issue of this. You got some kid who they asked to be Santa last minute. He admitted that he was friendly. That's the experience you're paying for. But because he doesn't look like Santa, you want your $8 back? Get out of here with that nonsense. Is he gone? Did we... Uh, he's still hanging in there. Oh, okay. I just wanted to know who, who contacted the Tampa Bay Times. That's a good question. I don't know if, if it leaked out or if John contacted them. John, did you contact the uh, Tampa Bay Times or did uh, Largo City? I received, I received an email this morning um, requesting an interview. They said they can read all the uh, emails to go to the city commissioners because they're public. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. They contacted me to do the story. I got you. And and in this situation, do you feel like you're a freedom fighter? Do you feel like you're the uh, advocate for kids everywhere? Or do you kind of feel like a lot of people are hearing this and going, you got to be kidding me that this guy has this little to worry about in his life, that he's making a big deal about A, $8, and B, a skinny Santa? What anybody else thinks. I mean- okay. I, I can't deal with this stupid phone anymore or his <laughs> stupid ass. Wow. <laughs> I mean, uh, thank you for coming on the show today, John. Yeah, we do appreciate that. Appreciate you that. coming on the show, but you're the worst human being I will speak to today. You got to be freaking kidding me, dude. You have got to be kidding me. Is there anybody who takes this guy's side? 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Your wife tweeted and said, I am so glad that I'm Jewish after hearing that phone call. I mean, it, I would think that was fake if that was on the radio. Can you put yourself in his shoes? Okay, I take my kid. First of all, I've lied to my kid and told him that there is a Santa Claus. Uh, listen, a lot of people still believe in Santa Claus. Freako Suave, do I make my check for $8 out to John McCrappy Parent? <laughs> I, um, I take my kid to see Santa Claus. We yes. get there, and my, and my kid goes, Hey, Dad, I thought Santa was jolly and fat. This guy's skinny and, and happy. Well, Santa's a little busy this year, son. Sorry, uh, he had to send one of his helpers. End of story. Yeah, conversation. That later. is it. It is done. I have spent my $8. I will not recoup that $8. That is when a decent human being goes, this is done. 
Are you happy that he did contact Largo? That way we would be able to talk about this and have him on the show today? Most definitely. Because I sure am. Me too. I will more than happily crucify him with nine-inch nails through each one of his wrists, one through the feet, <laughs> because this guy deserves crucifixion. Right now, a war-torn Aleppo, they are killing children and women on the street, and this namby-pamby, panty-waist, crybaby, enabling liar of a father makes a big deal over an $8 skinny Santa. Screw you, screw you, and screw you. You loser. I wanted to ask him what they had for breakfast. Oh, sorry. You can call back in. Is it probably pancakes, right? I would say some sort of pancakes and maybe a uh, reconstituted scrambled egg product. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. What? This is insane to me that this guy would make this big of a deal. Who knew you were going to defend Largo so hard today? I, look, that's where my, gr my granny and grandpa lived in Oak Crest Mobile Home Park. My granny is buried in, in a cemetery in Largo. I love Largo. And in this case, they're right. This isn't, this isn't real, is There's it? There's no way. Is your name Avery? Yes, sir. And you agree with this whiny dad? I kind of do. I mean, I see both sides of it, but, um, I mean, I feel like if I was to bring my kid to uh, a mall or something and, uh, and I see a Santa Claus with facial hair coming out of the fake beard and a skinny guy that I'm not really, like, I don't know. I just, even if he's nice and everything, I just feel like I'm kind of, you're paying for the experience of your kid, like, seeing what he's ex like, expecting, you know? So so this this guy that they get to play the fake character of Santa Claus should look like what you think the fake idea should look like. I mean, to an extent, I don't want, I don't want the guy's black facial hair coming out over the fake beard, you know? Like, it's obvious. It's, I mean, kids aren't. I mean, these kids are really actually believing in Santa Claus, which, I mean, some people might not agree with, and some people might think you shouldn't lie to your kids about it, but, I mean, it's just some people do it, and, I mean, I just feel like... Would you have contacted the Largo City Commission and asked for your $8 back in an email? No, no. That's, Thank that's you. A little, that's a little too far. Thank but, you. Um, I'm not I saying mean, you got to be thrilled over the fact that the guy had a little bit of brown sideburns peeking out the side. They probably found some maintenance worker at the last minute and said, hey, guess what? You're not going to be cutting weeds today. You're Santa Claus. And the guy said, okay, sure. If you can explain it to your kid and you can be a little butthurt about it. But to email the, the 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 Largo City Commission, but some people just complain about everything. This isn't the only thing this guy's complained about. Right, right. I I guarantee you, he already had the email addresses of all the Largo City Commission locked and loaded, loaded, because he's emailed them about stuff before. What's up, Tammy? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. Hey, Drew. I'm Hi. a first time caller, and I just had to call because I agree with you 100. percent This is insane. <laughs> I can't imagine that this dad would waste councilman's time with this little thing they'd be glad that there was somebody there that could fill in they could have just served them breakfast right like and they had no santa it's crazy what these parents could try to provide for their children under this pretense my husband calls it yuppie pukeness yeah where this, these yuppies these yuppie parents get on their high horse over the stupidest thing damn right these just keep doing what you do i Drew. will baby I you guys thank you love you these this yuppie pukeness 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025 cody you agree with this dad 
Not to the fact of getting his money back. It's a little ridiculous. But when it comes to, like, what kids expect of what Santa looks like, I do agree to a certain point. I mean, Santa Claus isn't supposed to be skinny with uh, brown facial hair. But, I mean, I'm sure they could have found someone a little bit better than this guy. I mean, you don't you don't think that? Yeah, no, I, I'm sure they didn't try to find anybody good because they want to disappoint the people that are coming to their Santa Claus breakfast. Of course they tried, Nimrod. What if Santa Claus was black? Would you have an issue there? Yeah. Well, then you're an idiot racist, too. <laughs> okay. Santa's oh, fake, bro. Santa's fake. He's good with that. Yeah, but kids don't know that. Yeah, they do. They should yeah. know that. You shouldn't lie to them. Put your kid on the phone right now. Tell them Santa's fake. I don't I don't have any kids. Right. I'm trying good. to keep listening to you, but, dude. Don't, don't try any longer. Get out of here. No, keep trying. No. Stop trying. What are you doing? You're what a you moron. Doing? You don't get the show. Just pound sand, loser. 727-579-1025. He's not, he's not going anywhere. Idiot. You don't have kids. Get the hell out of here. This is a very passionate issue for you. His dad is the worst dad in the world. <laughs> Joe, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. Okay, not the worst dad. Hey. hey, Joe. Hey, what's up, Drew? What's up, bud? Uh, well, I agree with the dad to a certain extent. All right. Um, I've got kids of my own. Uh, I've got a five-year-old and uh, a seven-month-old, but and, and and we did we let our children believe in Santa Claus, just the magic of Christmas and that kind of stuff. Um, but I don't believe in that he should have contacted the Largo uh, Commission to that extent. I think maybe he could have wrote the letter and said, "Hey, um, we were disappointed in the, cho- in, the, in the choice. I understand that it was a last-minute decision, but still." When you're, even though it's eight dollars, you're still your your children are still going to this this event expecting to see Santa Claus. Well, that's on you as I mean, a parent. You have to you have to set reasonable expectations. Like, hey, Santa might be busy, so he might have a fill in, or he might send one of his elves, or pray tell. I'm going to be honest with you that Santa is a myth and doesn't even exist. And it's your mom and dad who bust their ass to put presents under that tree, not some jolly old fat Saint Nicholas Chris Kringle wannabe. But you want to you want you want to break the hearts of children by doing that right there and let, let them not have no imagination whatsoever. Imagination, a kid can have imagination. You don't have to cram the Santa myth down their throat to foster imagination in kids. There's nothing imaginative about it. You you want them to think the same thing that every other fake Santa believes in. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. So your problem's not with what this guy did, but the fact that. So many parents have their kids believing in Santa. That seems to be the root of it for you. Well, that's part of it. Did you believe in Santa? Did you have? Is uh-huh. that a part of your experience? Never believe in Santa. Then you don't get it. Yeah, I guess not. I I never had my uh, my hopes on anything other than my mom and dad busted their ass to get me presents, and I appreciate them. Yeah, I knew that too. But you you played along. It's the part of being a kid. You don't drop the Aleppo on the kids. You give them something else so they can have a decent holiday. Oh, so I shouldn't have told my son that. Uh, about the Aleppo situation. He could probably handle it. Uh, Ted, what's up? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. How you doing, Ted? Hey, Drew. How's it going? Good. Teddy, how's it going with you, man? It's going absolutely wonderful. Hang on one sec, Ted. Let me uh, reset this. Uh, we talked to a dad who sent an email to the Largo City Commissioners that the Santa that they had at the Breakfast of Santa event this past Saturday at the Largo Community Center was not Santa-y enough because he was dark-haired, young, and too skinny. Good-looking guy. Good-looking Santa. Go ahead. That's insanity because the child probably never complained one time. Exactly. Um, you know, the original Santa Santa or Santa Claus, as we call him, didn't even originate in America. What? And he wasn't fat. And I think it's all about the Christmas spirit. And I think the dad is the one that has the issue, not the child. 
and it's absurd. I mean, I don't understand it. I'll be glad to give the guy back the $8. I'll pay him $8 right now. So where did the original Santa come from? If I'm not mistaken, and I Germany? might be a little wrong, somewhere in the Russia area, Turkey area, uh, and it was St. Nicholas, and he was very tall, thin, skinny. Yeah. Um, and it was because... He's from he, Turkey, he, you're right. Turkey? Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Turkey, is it? Okay. Oh, I there's a lot of surprises like there if you Google. All right. Yeah, and um, so, I mean, I, and I've heard this conversation before with other people. It's about Christmas. It's not about whether your Santa looks like Santa. As far as I'm concerned. Santa Claus was born in the town of Patara, the southwest coast of Turkey, between the years of 260 and 280 A.D., which does not stand for after death. Uh, technically, the Republic of Turkey was not formed until 1923. Uh, the true name of Santa Claus was Nicholas. In adult life, he became the Bishop of Myra. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. He was an agile bishop who used to climb on the roofs of people's houses and drop coins down the chimney. Oh, we have the real Santa on the phone with us right now. What's up, real Santa? Hello there, Drew. Thank you for putting me on. Ho, ho, ho. But I want to say, that dude sucks. He's going to get a lump of coal this year. That was one of my best workers representing me. So, L-O-D, and keep going. Thank you. Thank you, Real Santa. Well, Santa's a fan. You must believe in him now. I believe in that guy. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. What's up, Karen? Hey, how you doing? Very well, thank you. Yourself? Uh, good. I'm calling about this whole Santa story. These uh, kids play off their parents' behavior. If the parents are having a good time, the kids are having a good time. You know, this is stupid. Yeah, like, you just go, uh, oh, you know, hey, Santa was busy. There's his younger, skinnier helper, and we'll see the real Santa Claus come down the chimney on December 25th, and let's go get some omelets, you know? Yeah, and the kids just go along with it, and they have a good time, and stop making a big deal out of it. It's stupid. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. It's a hot take. It's stupid. <laughs> What's up, Rich? How you doing? Hey, um, you're kind of a dick. I know. Uh, my kid is um, in the car with me, and I love listening to your show, but mm. I have to turn it off now because I pick him up around this time from daycare. Mm -hmm. And around this time, every day, it's, Santa isn't real. Santa isn't real. Well, I wouldn't say I think every day is a bit of an exaggeration. Well, but, uh, well not it, but well, maybe uh, one at, you know, every other day. Every other It's day. like almost like, and you hate the Christians, like, jamming Whoa. their Christian beliefs down your throat. No, I don't. And it's like you're, well, like, you're, you know, and you're, like, jamming the Santa isn't real down everyone's throat. Is that, what I feel. That's called the truth, sir. You don't like the truth jammed down your throat? Um, I don't like anything jammed down my throat. Uh, I bet you do. Uh, uh, well, you, maybe on Sundays. Okay. <laughs> um, let me ask you this. You you don't think I am I am open to Christianity or people who believe in uh, Christian beliefs? Well, no, I, I don't I don't think that you're against it, but I think that when people you don't like the people that like push it, um, in which I don't either. You know, um, I let my kid believe what he wants. I'm an atheist, but I believe you know that Christians. <laughs> are you know teaching nothing but goodness in the mo in the most part and my wife you know she grew up catholic so you know if he wants to go to church when he's ready he can i'm not gonna force it against him okay i just um you know wish you would not talk about the uh santa isn't real a lot so you'd like to continue lying to your child in other words you don't want uh, the truth teller Absolutely. on the radio i uh have you ever heard of the term a white lie never hurt um, I believe all lies hurt, sir, and uh, I am proud to foster a relationship with my son where we have 100% unabashed honesty. I know that not every parent can handle such a thing. 
for not every parent is uh, secure enough in their belief system to tell the truth to their children. Uh, but but in your case, whatever works for you, man. If it's lies, if it's uh, deceit, if it is a uh, if it is imagination. Well, I don't think it's imaginative to have Santa Claus, sir. There's nothing imaginative about it. The entire legend is pretty much spelled out for you. Eight reindeer pulling the sleigh, gets uh, you know makes it down the chimney every year. You leave. What's imaginative about that? It's just it's basically regurgitating the same tired legend over and over again. Well, new things pop up. Like what? What oh, new? What new Santa information have popped up in the last forty years, sir? Well, the elf, the elf on the shelf. That thing was pretty cool. That that just recently happened a couple of years ago. That's a, that's commercialism, sir. That is taking the Christ out of Christmas. Something to which I am violently opposed. All right, I'm trying to understand your take on this. Yeah. Are you angry at the dad for complaining about the Santa? Sure. That he didn't look like the real Santa? Yeah. Or are you angry at all parents who tell their kids about Santa because then you're angry at a good portion of our audience? No, no. You want to tell your kids they're Santa. That's awesome. I'm I'm going to tell the truth that there is no Santa. It's just more about what this guy did kind of yeah. got you all fired up. Sure, the way this guy went about the whole thing, making a big deal about an $8 breakfast, that is my problem. I think you're upset that you didn't have Santa in your life. I mean, it's not too late. You're saying I can... I can all you have to do is just I believe. can open up my heart and believe. <laughs> just believe. Should I watch Scrooged again with uh, Bill Murray? That's what basically the whole uh, point of the movie was. There's no Santa in that. Oh. Swing by the food court, Tyrone Square Mall, 20 bucks. Picture with Santa will change your life. 20 bucks? You better look like Santa. What's up, Joey? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. How you doing? I'm taking 10 of that. I'm doing good, Drew. Thanks for having me on. Sure, dude. Um, I, I just wanted to say that, you know, $8 is not even minimum wage for people to get even the 8 bucks. You know, it's tough. So when they want to bring their kid to an event like that, mm. they are expecting their kid to have a good time and expecting pop stuff like that. Mm. Expecting what? An accurate Santa Claus? Well, not exactly accurate, but a little bit more fluffy of a Santa Claus. Yeah, sure. A little more fluffiness. That's reverse discrimination. What you're doing is basically discriminating against people who are skinny. They had their, their Santa cancel at the last minute. So what they did was they got to fill in Santa, thinking that any adult worth his weight and salt is going to just roll with the punches and realize it's not a big deal to have a skinny Santa. Well, I mean, whether it was an $8 or $400, you know, he's kind of expecting the right thing here. They promised him one thing, and he paid for it, and that's what he was expecting. I mean, like They got it. They got breakfast with Santa. They got breakfast with Santa. Yes, sir. Just wanted to put my opinion out there. Okay, your opinion's dumb, but I appreciate your phone call. Thank you. There's a lot of Santas doing great things. What about that Santa that that held that child that was dying because that was his last wish? Oh, my God. What a story. What a story. I'm fighting the Santification of America. Not sure what you're fighting for. Are you pro or anti Largo right now? Oh, pro Largo. I stand with Largo. Because they, they apologized. Well, if, you, if you were running Largo, yeah. you would have made this guy move to Newport Richie. <laughs> now, that would be cruel and unusual punishment. Ramon, que pasa? What's going on, Drew? What's really good, dude? Loving the show. Thank you. Oh, not too much. Hey, I agree with you 100%, man. It's, it's kind of like uh, listening to that guy. I bet he's one of those that. My son deserves a trophy, even though we came in last. You know, everybody deserves a trophy. Everybody deserves a, 
a placard. So it, it just it, how's that to say? I, I, I like the people who try to wedge the participation trophy argument into everything. I I, I don't know why he uh, I don't I don't know why he would be lumped into all the participation trophy parents, sir. <laughs> well, it's just what you said is is the truth. I mean, he yeah. he could have at least just said, hey, you know, he, he had a fill in because he couldn't make it. He's so busy. But going that far, wasting that much time and, right. and effort in, in just something as, as small as that, mm. you know, I, I just agree with you 100% on that, bro. Thank you, dude. Appreciate that. Well, why don't you just walk around telling kids they're fat? That's the truth, too. Oh, my God. Well, no. You that's the truth. Well, that's a self-esteem thing. I don't want to tell any, any kid they're fat. It's going to hurt their no, feelings. No, it's a health thing. Trying to keep them from the old widow maker uh, no. pooping out on them. No, because if they're, if they're fat kids, then their parents, you know, are raising them with a poor dietary habit. So you take the parent aside and you go, excuse me, mm. couldn't help but notice your child is a little husky. I got a tweet from Trevor. Hey, Seth Kush, please find more topics like this that get Drew fired up. This is absolute radio pizza. My God, love Drew like this. Well, I'm kind of a dick. Did you guys want an interview with Alan Thick today? Might be too soon, Ghost Host. Yeah, has he made it there yet? In the Ghost Host world, there is no such thing as too soon. Has he settled in? I mean, has he arrived like Kevin said? He's currently playing Foursquare with the little boy who was put to death by Sandy Claus. It's okay to say that. It's a fake news story. <laughs> Any questions for Mr. Thick? Are, are you Mr. Thick or I am what we call a conduit. If you can't talk to Alan Thick, I conduit. <laughs> Alan Thick, was it really you that called the show that day in May? I cannot confirm or deny that that was a bona fide thick. I don't know who I'm talking to. Am I talking to the ghost host or Alan Thick? I'm very confused. You're talking to the conduit. If you can't talk to Alan <laughs> Thick, I conduit. What's happening? <laughs> is Alan Thick happy? Alan Thick is perfectly content where he is in his final resting place, much happier than he was in his mere mortal state. Was Alan Thick jealous of all his son's successes? Alan Thick was a proud father right up until the very moment when a hockey game with his son cost him his life. What do you do this holiday season, Ghost Toast? What's Christmas like uh, wherever you are? We celebrate Festivus for the rest of us. We're huge Seinfeld fans down up here. Will Drew be down there one day with you? Please do not pull up on the lap bar of your doom buggy. I will raise it for you. This mansion has 999 spooks, specters, and ghosts. But there's always room for a thousand. Any volunteers? Mm. Ghost host, you've spent a lot of time in Florida, obviously. Mm. Uh, Pitbull was hired by the Tourism Commission. Mm. They gave him a lot of money. Who other than Pitbull could mm. represent Florida and get some people to spend their money here? The thing I like the best about Florida is it's a peninsula, which means you're only surrounded by a-holes on three sides. <laughs> Plus, it looks like a wiener. <laughs> Goodbye.
They might have thought that Alan Thicke died of a heart attack, but it was actually two different strokes. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.